running a real business. These numbers are numbering, as Brody says, as we dive into his epiphany today that he's actually running a real business, which leads to dealing with imposter syndrome, moving up to the next level, feeling like you don't deserve the fruits of your labor. Uh, and what does a successful wholesale business look like? I mean, you know, like wholesaler hustling. And we get an introduction to uh, Brody's favorite film of all time. I think he said of all, it's in the top five, uh, Gattaca. Right. And then we drift off and we talk to talk about movie stuff. So all that and more stick around. This is episode number 178 of the W2 Capitalist podcast. Man, I felt like I was running a real business today. Um, <laughs> Tell us about uh, it. What do you gearing mean? Up, gearing up to just go balls to the wall. So I was talking to a couple other wholesalers um, and they're noticing like, the number of leads to close is going up for them um that there are more interested sellers but less like deals quote unquote and like yeah. less buyers by far so like some small investors are getting started bigger buyers are pulling back but they're still buying and like everything all the buyers end is pulling back so it's like all right we need to get more leads but we're moving from one to the next because we're just trying to find the most motivated people right now and so some guy was, uh, my mentor, my other mentor, Aaron was like, it's like, you know, getting to 60, 80% is like your killer, but everybody's at like 50% right now, closing rate. And it's like, if I look at my, from the beginning of the year, I was closing every deal I got on a contract. And now it's like, they're all falling out. But if I look at it from a bigger <laughs> scale, it's like, I'm a 55%. Okay. These numbers are numbering, you know? These but, numbers are numbering. Yeah. It's kind of cool. <laughs> it's scary though. Cause like, I was, like I said, I was feeling like a real business today because it's like I went from having two cold callers to finding some cheaper cold callers, but still hiring four because it's like, okay, I got to double the volume now to kind of do the yeah. same business, if not more. So it's like, it's like weird. There's like seven pumped. people in this meeting. There was like uh, two virtual assistant managers, the four cold callers, and then like the lady who runs them all. And they're like, so train us, Brody. And I was like, okay. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's exciting, though. It's, it, uh, talking about imposter syndrome, man. It was, uh, it was, it was heavy. It was thick. It was weird. It was weird. So what? I've what, really got to close some motherfucking deals now. Like, I mean, <laughs> I've had deals falling out. I've been getting contracts, baby, and not, not dispoing them correctly. So that's something I had to learn on. But it's like, man, I've got, we got people. We got we got people. You know. But why do you have imposter syndrome? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I probably shouldn't at this point in the game. You shouldn't. How long you been doing this now? I yeah, but I it felt weird. It still felt weird. Just over it. here, like frowning harder. He's like, no. He's still it, trying to figure out his audio. Yeah, I mean, are we? Y'all hear me all right? I can hear you just fine. We hear you, but it ain't all right. It's like, where's your microphone? Yeah, what happened to your well, microphone? I'm, I'm trying to set it somewhere where, like, I'm not, I don't have to hear you bitch about, like, the Is... tapping sound. <laughs> so, I'm, Call back. I'm literally. That was from last week's podcast. Yeah. I, I'm literally, I've stacked two paint buckets on top of each other, and then I have my laptop on top, and then the little handle is is literally holding my microphone. So, sure. Um, what were we talking about? Talking about Brody having a real business. 
<laughs> Having like 18 employees working for him now. Yeah, it's like 2,000 employees essentially. He should by now. Right? I should by now. Yeah, thank. Yep. Way hey, to cheapen the cheapen no, my victory. Look, look, I mean, I, I read about this all the time. Like, whenever you hit the next level, like you get the imposter syndrome, and you don't well, feel like you deserve it, and, or you don't feel like you're at that level. And you just need to embrace it and move on. You gotta yeah, I think. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, just just embracing where I'm at now. It's like, okay, it's what tough. I was doing wasn't working super great, and then the market shift kind of accentuated that a little bit. So it's like, okay, it's now or never sort of thing. Like I'm going. <laughs> so it's like, all right, full send these last this last quarter and see where we end up, and then like reassess the numbers and figure out the play. You know, so. No, it, it's it, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, when I'm when I moved into our house, I was I had the same thing. I, it was like I don't deserve this house, even though I literally rehabbed it and paid for everything. <laughs> but it was just the nicest house I've ever lived in. So, but every night I was sleeping there, I'm like I don't deserve this house. You know, like it was. It just took a while to like accept the fact that you're moving up to the next level. Yeah, because you're so used to being on the other one, and you've worked so hard for. It, which you know, I know that you work hard. So just, just you know, take a breath, be grateful for where you're at, and get ready for that next level, right? Yeah, ready for the next one. What's the next um, level look like for you? So because the closing ratio has kind of slid backwards. Um, shooting for like ensuring that I have enough like room in every deal that I have a 10 K wholesale fee at a minimum. Right. Um, knowing that it's a 50% close rate, I should be getting four contracts a month. Right. So with consistency, we'll be doing two. One will fall out. We'll have our expenses covered, make a little bit of moolah on the top, just a little bit though. Not a lot. Um, but the goal is to do four contracts a month, knowing that two will close based on my current numbers. And then obviously then that's really looking like a solid business plan. So like, mm. I don't know, I was looking at the, the goals we wrote back in Capcom so yeah. long ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, we're going to do a hundred thousand dollars by, you know, August. And it was like, if I closed every deal that I had under contract, we would have done a hundred thousand dollars by August. <laughs> what I failed to do is, uh, you know, um, look at, you know, the numbers on a lot the of numbers. them. Yeah. yeah. The numbers like, um, I mean also like, you know, finding buyers. Cause like I've, I've ran into this at least twice in some of my earlier deals where it's like, dude, if I knew you, I would have bought that deal from you in a heartbeat. It's like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not doing a great job of marketing myself. So it's kind of like next level is, is looking kind of weird. You know, it's like finding them, getting them locked up and then getting them out on a, on the biggest scale possible, you know? Yeah. Capcom. That's you. funny. You say that, um, currently in the planning stages of, of the one that we're having in January, I still have your voicemail where you called me the morning of last year's conference mm -hmm. and I'm going to play it at some point in time for everybody just to get them jazzed up and get them ready. Excited. It's there. Oh, was I, like, was I howling like a Wolverine or something? Yeah, you're, you're ready to go. You were, it was exciting. It was exciting. Uh, got me pumped up, got me over my nerves a little bit. Just, just a little bit. Not, that was a really good time. 
It is. Well, we're hoping to not only repeat it but make it better this year. But I, I want to. I'm curious if um, you mentioned fifty percent uh, mm-hmm. of contracts you put out, you're closing, or fifty five percent. What what's the norm for for the industry? What'd you say it was? Sixty to eighty. So so absolute killers guys at the top of the game are doing like it's 80 20 rule right okay uh, Pareto principle so they're closing like 70 to 80 percent of the contracts they get um but you know not comparing myself to others but you know they have a lot more things than i do. They have a bigger buyers list they have funds to close the deals that they have <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like i'm wholesaling as a means of keeping the lights on hmm. their wholesaling is an additional stream of income you know what i'm saying gotcha so yeah. um I'd love to get to that level because then I could be like, well, that fourplex that couldn't wholesale is still a 10 cap. You know, I'm closing on it, you know, like, yeah, why not? I'll just buy it. Um, I'd love to get to that point in the game. But right now it's like, got to keep the lights on. So let's get some wholesales done. And, you know, we could talk creatively and do all this and that. But at the end of the day, it's like, um, that's kind of like their biggest like needle mover when it comes to income, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So like wholesaling, Caitlin just opened up another stream of income. She just got a real estate agent's license. She just joined the W2 caps. Uh-huh. Yeah, so she's going to be talking, uh, you know, all this other stuff, but it's, uh, yeah, it's like, okay, <laughs> we've got to, we've got to figure this thing out. Wait a minute. Is Jeff taking a, like a work call right now? Oh, he, yep, he just gave us, we the got finger. the finger. Yeah. We yeah. just, he just gave us the finger. Hold on one second. Hold on. I wasn't going to Less up. important people. <laughs> I wasn't even noticing. Um, that's all. Is there any way that uh, W2 Cap Capital could help you out with some of your dispos? Like you're looking for buyers, but I mean, is it one of those things where we can come in and help you fund the flip kind of thing? Well, that's one of those things where I'm trying to get to like a business plan together for certain areas. Yeah. Like, um, you know, like last call. So here's the other funny thing is it seems like uh, there's a lot more activity on what are kind of quote unquote deals. So it's like, if you don't close it, there's somebody right behind you. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Because that deal that I had under contract, uh, I went out to Danville, remember put some bandit signs yep. out. Yeah. Um, the one that I had under contract, it was just a total tear down. So it's just like land value essentially, which, you know, other investors, they like, guy was like, I can only pick it up for something like five K it's like, well, there's no room in wholesales there. So I'm going to kind of ignore these smaller deals. Um, right after that, this week, I see the deal posted on another web page uh, i'm not gonna say by who but like i obviously told the seller like i'm, I'm not gonna close on it like i yeah I, I was within my due diligence period i went out there took a look and i was like this is not the deal for me you know um and i kind of put it out to a couple other buyers in there and they said no dude like that's no nope. we buy those from 300 dollars, or we buy those for 300 dollars from the city you know like, those aren't <laughs> deals i was like oh dang okay so i was way over and shown up like I guess the seller gave this next guy a, a way better deal than she, you know, gave me because I saw it posted for fourteen thousand instead of fifteen. <laughs> and the funniest part was I had my bandit sign in the front yard. So like the picture that I put out was the house without the bandit sign. And then the wholesaler posted a picture of it, but it still had my sign. Had your sign and I had a really cryptic text like last week that was like, Hey, do you own uh, this place over here at two forty two Up Street? They're kinda of being a douche there, like hello like mm. you're not really good at this business thing but i was like at breakfast with caitlin so i wasn't like yeah. Ooh, you know <laughs> i was like sorry i was at breakfast with caitlin like no i'm interested in buying it Do you know the owner um 
kind of playing it off because I wasn't sure who it was, like if it was Brenda, because I have two different numbers. Mm. Um, so it was like, it must have been that guy or something. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to go lock it up. He's not the owner. Like, okay, no problem. Um, but that's actually been pretty cool. Like seeing, so speaking of bandit signs, like the response rate on those is like hilarious right now, especially in that area. Like r- ridiculously been... good. Yeah. So, um, might've been a drug addict, but I had somebody try to offer me like four houses yesterday and said they were a real estate <laughs> agent. And then I started looking into them and they were all different owners. Hmm. And he's like, yeah, I know. I, I was like, I own the houses. And then it changed. I'm a realtor and I know the owner. And I was like, well, these are four different owners. So it's weird, but <laughs> I had two people like that called me in earnest and they're trying to sell property. Um, you know, granted one was, uh, you needed like 120 and like the house next door sold for like 135. So I was like, hmm. not for me. I'd be a player at like 80, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Take it to um, retail, man. Take it to the retail market. Because like it was in great shape. And I was like, a good player at 80, like all day, um, you know, definitely under a hundred because like, I think that market's going to appreciate like crazy. So I was wanting to, I texted about, uh, you know, talking business plans and stuff because, you know, capital will chase somebody with a good plan and big vision. Um, you know, have you ever, uh, watched the movie Gattaca mm. with Ethan Hawke? Oh my God. One of the no. best movies ever guys. Like I was forced to watch parts of it in high school but they edited it for school and it like left out so much of the good shit. It's a very Gattaca heavy movie. Gattaca. Yeah. All right. I'll look it up. Sounds like a video game. There no. was a video game. Galactica. Oh, Gattaca. Well, yeah. Galactica. Yeah. Gattaca. Um, but the, the movie's about, um, uh, like basically segregation. Um, but it's, it's based on genetics. So there's like people who were born with um, like this. Uh, so there's like two two groups of people. Like so you're killing it here. You're, you're killing it. Look, yeah. Gattaca is a 1997 American dystopian science fiction thriller film. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You want to read the description? Go right ahead. I mean, I can read it. No, I give you my description. You can read what Wikipedia says it is. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a it, definitely a dystopian science fiction, you know, future where essentially there's two classes of citizens. There's like the people who were born perfect because like their parents gave them genetic modification when they were young. So they gave them like a perfect start to their life, like everything was going mm. fine. And then uh, another one, you know, it's like they're called like God children, love children. Like they were just born like naturally. So like they have like heart problems, like, oh, this kid's going to be an alcoholic or whatever. Like, um, but one of the lines from the movie is like, one of the guys, um, Jude Law, Jude Law and Ethan Hawke are like the two main characters. Uma Thurman's like, in there. Uma right? Thurman's in there, yeah. I think Danny DeVito is like just pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> he does really that from time to time. Danny DeVito? <laughs> huh. But it's like it's a serious <clears throat> movie. Um, but it's about like kind of like never giving up on your dream. And like by all stretch of means, like this main character was never supposed to be an astronaut. Like they they like he was never supposed to step foot in Gattaca, but like because he had this like burning desire to get it done, like he went by any means necessary. So like he he stole this guy's identity, he purchased this guy's identity, this perfect person's identity, because like this guy got paralyzed. And um, like one one of the lines from that movie that really resonated with me was like, okay, like you borrowed my body, but you, you know, you lent me your dream. So like the perfect guy was just like sitting in his house, getting drunk every day. 
And it's like, <laughs> wasn't until this guy came along to like really kick his rear in gear and like help him give purpose because he was going after it so hard. And it's like, granted, not real estate investing. Like you can't go after it that like, you know, are you trying to, to merge those, or those two stories? So yeah, here it comes. So it's basically (laughs) same thing. Like with with stars. Yeah. So bringing it back full circle, it's people with like really like what I see right now is people with really big visions and dreams are the people that are usually garnering the most attention because like they're going to get it done regardless what obstacles are in the way. Hmm. So it's kind of the same idea that I'm I'm wanting to apply because it's like wholesaling is an operation. It's like okay. I have this goal of building it like this big. There's some things I didn't consider, um, but at the same token, like this is one of those things that I can still do on my own. But it's like, if I want to really like move the needle somehow, it's going to require some really careful planning and like some, you know, hmm. uh, what's the pitch anything, you know, or the yeah. guy was talking about building the airport. Yeah. It's like, yep. you gotta, you gotta pitch like a dream, not like a business plan. It's like, everybody's got gotta a business work. plan right now. Can no, you did an excellent stories. job of bringing that full circle. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> I really was struggling there for a second, but it came around. It was, it... Is Caitlin sitting there right next to you? Because you keep looking. No, at she's her. not. She would have been laughing her ass off the whole time. <laughs> I, I kept seeing you look over like, is this okay? Is what I'm saying okay? He's, there's a mirror over there. He's looking for approval. Oh, there it is. It's in liquid form. <laughs> by the way uh gattaca gattaca not a box office hit so i will probably like it Um, it was so i don't know how we were why we watched it oh so i know i watched in high school because it was talking about genetic modification and like we were in biology biology film yeah there you go (laughs) but uh like the deeper meaning of it all it's like whoa there's so much symbolism and you know you know themes and motifs it's not just about biology Donna, budget budget for the film was thirty six million. Box office intake twelve point five. <laughs> yeah. So by all, by Hopefully all, you'll do like, better than that, Brody. Seriously, one of the best movies ever, and I have no idea why it didn't. Take. I mean, nineteen ninety, it was like just another dystopian fucking future film. Like the nineties yeah. was full of them. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it's kind of hard to follow Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Exactly. Or so, what was that? What was that one that Stallone did? Stallone did one too, right? Uh, Where's the cop? Uh, 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 Marathon Man. That's not the one I'm thinking of. No. There's another one. I mean, it There's was all. One, see? <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, Is that the one with uh, Wesley Snipes? But he yes. is a cop. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a cop. He is a cop. Yeah. That's Am not I Marathon th- Man? No. It could be. Well, I know it's not top two. Now that we're on that topic, it's not time cop. That was that was. And it definitely yeah. wasn't Rocky. So by it should have it was an absolute <laughs> failure when it came out because of all those other like blockbuster hits. But like that was on Netflix the other day, and uh, we were with our family. And I was, they were like, "I'm like, have you guys ever seen Gattaca? Like, I don't remember watching it, but I remember it being pretty decent." And like everybody said no, but like everybody else is a bit like, what do you want to watch? Like freaking like they're all like Barney or like, let's rewatch this. And I was like, Gattaca, I haven't seen it since high school. Let's give it another shot. And like we were all blown away, like to where my uh, my uh, sister's husband, who's a missionary as well, was just like, well, that's going in a list of favorite movies ever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. 
Did y'all really good. did y'all know Sylvester Stallone was in Gremlins too? No. I didn't no. know that. The movie I was thinking of is is Demolition Man. Yeah. Demolition Man. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. With Sandra Bullock. Came out the same yeah, came out with the same year as Cliffhanger. Did you guys ever see Cliffhanger? Mm. Man, the opening scene of that one. Holy crap. It'll never make you want to rock climb again if you've ever been rock climbing. I don't I've never wanted to rock climb. Well, if I'm you want to put in that state, <laughs> <laughs> if you ever get the thought or desire to go rock climbing, just go turn on cliffhanger. All you gotta do is watch the first 15 minutes and nothing else. And you'll, you'll be cured of whatever desires you have. So John Lithgow, are you looking up Gattaca stuff again? Nope. I'm looking up cliffhanger now. And like, you know, it's literally yeah. Stallone. It's like, you yeah. know, like, it's Lithgow a good is an American treasure. <laughs> okay I'm, I'm not saying he's not change, i was just change my mind change my mind yeah uh yeah. i can't even name like three movies with him in it what or shows third uh, third rock from the sun oh or... sorry he's in shrek sorry he's lord yeah. farquad yeah there you go you're right i'm so sorry jeff this <laughs> guy was a badass man he plays the he plays the the ultimate bad guy like he has that bad guy just every time i see him or hear his voice i'm like oh there's a bad guy it's a bad guy yeah, i just watched um this is 40 on netflix um, mm -hmm. i watched obviously many years ago before i was four and uh i watched it again to try to go to sleep and uh You're like, oh shit this is all true <laughs> oh my god it's unreal like, it i is... wanted to like go wake my wife up and like bring her in and be like <laughs> we need to finish Jesus this together Christ, we're not crazy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not the only ones <laughs> yeah that's uh that's paul rudd right yeah yep. paul rudd yeah yeah that's a good one good good and Jason single is Jason. <laughs> Bodies by Jason. Yeah. Um, another fun TV show that I just finished this weekend was, uh, have, have you guys seen Suicide Squad? The new one? So. Never heard of it. Superheroes, uh, you know. Yeah, it's, I don't get into that shit. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious, Jeff. It's like the anti-superhero movie. No, I, like, I, know, I know what Suicide Squad is, like. Like I'm aware of it. It's just not something I set my DVD. It's not something you watch. Okay. All right. It's well, not something he says his DVD report. It's got his TiVo. What do you mean? Yeah. The only thing I. That? Go ahead. No, you guys know the wrestler John Cena. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. yeah so oh yeah. Good. I don't know why I was going to respond yeah. like that other than my son mentions him about Can't every day. See me, man. He's peacemaker in this TV show. And it's Suicide Squad, and it's a total break off, and they did their own thing, and it was it made me fucking laugh out loud. Probably every episode for at least a solid fifteen minutes. I recently found myself watching a John Cena movie because I oh, was scrolling, dog shit. <laughs> and and I was like, all right, I I I see the movie, or I saw the trailer, and I was like, that's pretty good. It's a military movie. He's a sniper. Right, and I was like, "It's John Cena." I've never seen John. Wait, Cena. is it the Marine? Uh, hang on, I'm trying to look it up. It is uh, the Wall. Oh, the Wall. And we got to the very end of it, and I'll, and the screen goes blank, and I'm like, or black, and I'm like, 
uh did something just happen to the streaming service like what's happening next because that can't be the end of the movie and i kind of got pissed that that was the end of the movie i was like well there it goes an hour and a half i'll never get back i think he's a decent actor i mean i wouldn't say he's like you know oscar winner or anything in in his military roles he's he's dog doo-doo i mean it's pretty one-dimensional but like i swear to god his his like have you seen the wall which one the wall no okay he gets shot like within the first five minutes of that movie and the rest of the time he's just laying there trying to regain consciousness and get a shot off spoiler alert it doesn't happen okay oh he just dies he takes another one to the cranium and it, it's over with. Oh dang! Yeah. It's it's probably based on a true story. And I'm being such an asshole, but I'm I'm like, it, it was bad. I'm trying to look up. Uh, he reminds me of uh, who's that guy? I grew up, Vern. Danny Ventura. No, <laughs> it's Danny DeVito. He just pops up everywhere. Danny DeVito. Was that Danny DeVito? Another American treasure. Yeah. Have you ever watched Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I don't know why I'm on a comedy kick, but I got to not watch that show because it makes me a worse person. <laughs> like, I, I what does that mean? Like the first like four seasons religiously, and then. Yeah. No. I I would say things to people that I wouldn't say. Like I had invasive thoughts, and they won. You know. Like I was like, ah, that's because I've been watching too much Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Like Jim a, Varney. Jim Varney is who John Cena looks like. I can't unsee that. Do you know who Jim Varney is? I'm looking Ernest. up. What? Ernest? You know, like, this is probably before your time, Brody. Little. No, I know. I know who he is. Yeah. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest goes to jail. Those were the stupidest movies. I loved them, though. I don't know why. Did you really? But I, yeah, I did. I don't know why. I don't even know how he got his start. Yeah, I don't either. Four. Ernest goes to school, baby. <laughs> it's the year I was born. It's like every movie is just a dumb hick. Dumb as shit, and they just make kept making them, making them, making them, making them, making them. I don't know why. When you leave a review, and I hope you do, don't forget to tell us who you are, and leave five stars. That's from Dirty Jobs Micro. Listen, guys, if you're interested in exploring any of the products or services that I use to make my real estate investing career easier, or you want to explore joining us in the W2 Capitalist community where you can uh, hang out with guys like myself, Brody, Jamie, and Jeff on a routine basis, they're gonna be, there's going to be a link somewhere in the description or uh, comments or something like that, wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast. But as promised, if you have any questions whatsoever, or you feel like I can help you in anything we talk about here today on this episode or any of the previous episodes, send me a text. Uh, I was going to say, give me a call, but chances are, if you're not in my phone book, I'm not going to answer. Uh, so send me a text. Let me know what episode you're li listening to and how I can potentially help you. We'll find a time to get on a call. Okay. My cell phone number is 205-249-0248.